the Spurs made a franchise-altering deal. And what's going on with Blake Wesley? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a great, great one and getting ready for the weekend. Spurs play tonight. We'll be looking at Spurs Pistons in just a few minutes. And But we're going to take the bulk of this show to talk about Blake Wesley. He's been with the Austin Spurs uh, for a good chunk of his uh, start of his rookie season. What gives? Why is he there? But how's he doing over there in Austin while he's out there? We're going to be discussing that. And, of course, the the, the the trade that everybody's been waiting for. Everybody's in tears right now. Gorgie Dang is no longer a spur. We're going to be getting to that in just a few seconds. But quickly, two disclaimers. One, excuse the audio. We're having some uh, technical issues for this episode, so please uh, forgive us. And then, two, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Who is joining me today? The guy who is upset that he has to, well, take off a frame, his gorgy dang Spurs uh, uniform. That he I, I, I can't even, you know, I, uh, you know, another reason I'm bothered too, it's because he didn't even get traded. He just got let go outright, yeah. his gorgy dang. So it's not like whenever he comes back, like if he was traded to Boston, we would have gotten the gorgy dang tribute video this year. But it's not. We're not even going to get that. Try to fight no. back the tears, Casey. Try to fight back. You know, I know it's tough. Uh-huh. Sorry, I, sorry. Hold on. Flatter me. You didn't do. You didn't finish your introduction. Go ahead. Yeah, I got. We got to flatter Casey here. Yeah. So, case you didn't know, that is Casey Vieira, my colleague at Ken's Five, <laughs> San Antonio. Make sure to check him out every weekend, holding down the anchor desk uh, on the sports side of things. Make sure to follow him on Twitter as well at Casey underscore Vieira. So, Casey, the the trade that shook the foundation of the Spurs franchise in a i mean this is a rebuild so what better way to rebuild than just get some money huh oh yeah absolutely get some cash. cash cash considerations baby that's what it's always about yeah basically like the spurs yeah, yeah the spurs just traded for money that was all it came down to well that's that's so, like it always like in baseball people always laugh when the uh you know when it's basically salary dumps like that it's always for player to be named later it was basically the basketball equivalent. But hey, you know what? Who is it? Who is it? Kyle Korver who got traded on uh, draft night for cash considerations for was to the Nets to Philly, and then the Nets ended up using that money on like a copy machine or something like that. Wasn't that, that's wasn't that the old story? Right? That is brutal. Imagine yeah. being traded for cash that turns into a copy machine. Can you imagine that? Like that's what they thought your value was at that time. I mean, in the early 2000s, color copy was a novelty. So you know what? I mean, sure. if it means Kyle Corver, you know what? It's more than basketball on the floor, and that's where business. It clearly didn't work out too well because they ended up in Brooklyn anyway. So what do I know? <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, in case you did not know, yesterday the Spurs made a deal with Boston. Uh, basically, it came down to money. Yeah, the Spurs just traded for cash. In exchange for that cash and uh, Senator Noah Vonley, who was not going to be a spur. Don't even think about getting a Noah Vonley spur, silver and black jersey. It ain't going to happen. The spurs are going to waive him. But in the process, 
He also waved Gorgie Dang as uh, Casey just let y'all know. Uh, it, just a money thing. The Spurs got a little bit more cash now in, in their coffers. They'll get to the offseason with some more money to spend. Uh, open up a free uh, roster spot. I mean, much to do about really nothing. Uh, this is more of a long-term uh, thing, I think, for San Antonio. Yeah. I don't really have much to add to that. Yeah. I mean, that's all That's all it really comes down to. It was just a roster space created by bye Gorgie, and money. So, uh, yeah. yeah. The Spurs Pretty got much. a lot more money to throw at free agency uh, because all those free agents come to San Antonio, don't they, Casey? They just yeah, love Yeah, especially for, for what, the million dollars that it's going to turn out to be, whatever it is. I don't know. Who even knows? Yeah. You know? You know, and you feel bad for Gorgie's second stint with San Antonio. Doesn't stick on it. And when he does play, he's effective. Uh, so I'm pretty sure he'll find a new home very, very soon, uh, Casey. I would, yeah, I would think he ends up on a roster in some capacity somewhere by the end of the year. Is it a free roster? You know, there's always, there's always a novelty for, for vets who can help. You know, again, you know, a signal that the Spurs could be working the phones because while we're on the topic of trades, there is, you know, Josh Richardson, McDermott, and Jakob Pertle on the on the table. Those are the prime suspects. But we're getting closer to the trade season here in the NBA, Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you think the Spurs are going to be super active, or just kind of get rid of those three and call them today? Uh, I think it'll be the Pertle, Richardson, mm-hmm. McDermott, probably World. That's going to be a conversation. I mean, well, we got about a month and a half until the deadline, right? That's mm-hmm. going to be a conversation. I don't, I don't think it'll be as active as last year, mm-hmm. um, but I do think there are certainly moves to be made that can be made, right? Without a doubt, yeah, yeah. Pirtle, I think he is the the biggest prize of the of the three. He he should fetch you something good in return, right? He should get the Spurs something good. I would think so. The only thing, the only, the only caveat, the only thing with with him, it's in terms of, you know, not getting a full buyback or what you, you know, why teams wouldn't want to give up something of note. It's not because of a lack of talent. It's the remaining few months on his contract. Right. You know, so you're not in all likelihood, unless you got a contender who know they're going to give up a, you know, if they give up a first, it'll be 25 and further up or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, Pirtle's not going to have a ton of trade value if the team doesn't feel like they, one, want to re-sign him, or two, uh, he wants to re-sign with them. Right. Uh, but but I do think of everyone, he's probably the prime candidate to get traded first. I would yeah, think, at least. I would think so. And if the Spurs are going to be committed to the rebuild and if they have their sights on that big man, hopefully the basketball got smile on them and they get a win by then, yeah, that party really starts party really really begins but until then yeah i mean you know spurs made a move Woohoo! this is the trade that all Spurs fans were waiting for in the rebuild they got themselves cash cash is king (laughs) casey that's what i heard it is especially uh when you're in a rebuild you know you still use cash stores when you when you go when you go buy things are you relying on the old do i use cash at stores yeah No, no. Yeah. I, I I can't remember the last time I I did. No, Do you brace your brace yourself. Yeah, I was say brace yourself. I still carry cash around me. Ah, 
old people, you. we still do that, Casey. Right? We still keep cash around. I mean, the only thing I, man, I don't even know the last time I spent cash. I don't even know. Anyways, you, people don't want to hear me ponder about things. We have a show to start. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're going to take yeah. our first break. When we get back, we're going to be putting to focus Blake Wesley. He's been with the Austin Spurs to start his rookie season. What gives? You know, isn't this a rebuild? I thought it was about player development. So why is he being stashed in Austin? And does the Spurs move by waving Gorgie Dang? Now create an opportunity for Wesley moving forward. Once again, I am joined by my colleague at Kens 5, San Antonio. He is Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. But before we continue, as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help achieve your goals. Look, LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. Go beyond the resume data and use insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates, identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs, and connect them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and read applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leaving competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MBA. That's linkedin.com slash MBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And you know who could use LinkedIn jobs right now? Gorgie Ding. What do you think about that? <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a job, technically. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, one person who has a job, uh, but perhaps in the wrong city, and that is. Blake Wesley, the Spurs rookie guard, has been stashed away to start his uh, pro career out in Austin in the G League. And, you know, we, we get it. This, this, the Spurs way from DeJounte Murray to Boban Marjanovic to Derek White, everybody else in between, Kelly Johnson as well, have gone through that. But, KC, in the last few years, the Spurs kind of seemingly have been moving away from that and throwing the kids into the fire. This has been weird. Blake Wesley... You know, showed out for you know for most of the part for the summer league. You know, preseason played well. The few times he got in the San Antonio game, he played okay. Uh, why is he over there? What gives? Uh, he's uh, over there because there's no minutes to play right now. I think. Yeah, I I think I think two reasons. One, there's not really minutes to play because Trey's been, of course, handling things at the, at the right. one and. I think we've seen it, especially more so in the past two weeks. Pop really likes this Jeremy Sohan bringing the ball up the floor type of thing. Mm -hmm. And someone's, in terms of who's playing point at that point, well, is he going to want to invest more time into seeing Sohan bring the ball up the floor, play the one, or give it to Blake Wesley? Mm -hmm. I think it's not a surprise that that focus is on Sohan right now. 
doing things like that. I don't want to say at the expense of Blake Wesley, but for the sake of this conversation, at the expense of, of Blake's minutes. So as a result, I think that's the reason you're seeing him in Austin right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's because there's, there's, just not a, there's just not a place on him for the roster right now uh, to get the minutes that he needs to stay sharp and mm-hmm. do things like that. Would you rather see your 19-year-old rookie sitting at the end of the bench for X many games in a row? Or would you rather him being Austin get some semblance of regular reps night in, night out? Mm-hmm. I would think it'd be the latter of the two. Uh, so I, I don't think any of this is really an indictment on Wesley. I think a lot of it's circumstantial. And the other thing, too, I, I, I think a lot of it is just getting back into game shape. Mm-hmm. getting back up to speed with some of these things. It's one thing for a vet to get back in into the swing of things someone's been around, but this is a 19-year-old kid who only played a handful of games in October before getting hurt. So, I mean, that's November he missed, December he missed. We're going on basically two months without NBA action. You got to get those legs back. You got to get some semblance of reps back before you being thrown right back in there. So I think primarily those are the reasons why. I don't think it's an indictment on him, though, or a shift of mm. focus from the tank or anything like that. That's really what I think it is right now. Yeah, and I think that early injury that he suffered really set him back. Uh, you know, we've seen this before. Remember I, with DeJounte Murray, I think that happened with him, too. He got injured and they sent him to Austin for a while. He, that's where he got cooking. I think uh, Lonnie Walker is another example of that. He hurt himself, mm-hmm. and then you know he was kind of a little bit of a roll, and then that happened, and he was put in, on uh, G League assignment there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Again, I agree. With you. I don't think it's an indictment of him, but what struck me was that this is a rebuild. You know, Pop has been very vocal about throwing the kids into the fire, and he has. You know, so hand starting. So hand throwing the in-ball bounce pass that he should have versus New York, putting him in those situations. And then there's Malachi Branham, who's also been getting a bulk of, uh, of some minutes too. Uh, you know, so there's just there's only one ball. That's it. There's only one ball. But what about the uh, roster move with waving a Dang? That could be the answer for Wesley right there. Could it be? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think when you brought it, you know, you brought it up right at the top there. I think that is the move um, to keep that spot open. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, he is, you know, technically he does have that, that roster spot already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of, you know, having him there to fill it and then bringing in somebody else, I do think, yeah, that there will be somewhat a corresponding move. Maybe it's to promote one of these two-way guys to get that deal. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we haven't seen Dominic Barlow for a minute, but it's there. There, the clock is ticking on those guys too. Barlow, Bassey, those guys—they'll have to make a call at some point to either leave them in Austin for the rest of the of the year or give them that full-time deal for the season. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be the the corresponding move in addition to uh, Blake Wesley getting the call up, call back. So, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's not too solidified that that roster spot could be for Wesley. I could definitely see them, you know, kind of flipping things. Going, okay, Bassey, you're up, you know, going that route because Bassey has been impressive in the time he's gotten in San Antonio. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, Bassey has been more impactful than Barlow, I would think at this point. It's fair to say, right? Mm-hmm. 
you and I would probably both agree that Bassley, Bassley has been a more impactful player than Barlow on this team. So I could absolutely, absolutely see that scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Or you, you know how that works though? Do they have to give one of these two way guys a permanent spot? They can't keep them two way for the whole season, right? Or they can. They can keep them two way okay. for the whole season. Uh, but if they're up in the big leagues, I say this loosely, in the big leagues, they get mm-hmm. X many days to do that. And then when they run, um, they approach X many days, team has to make a call on whether they're going to keep them up for the rest of the year or they're going to send them down for the rest of the year. But then when they keep them up, they have to have the roster spot subsequently open for them. Uh, so that's what I think probably what this turns out to. I think it'll probably be Barlow or Bassey, one of those mm-hmm. two guys. My guess right now is probably Bassey. Mm-hmm. I would think would get the would would get the nod right now. But either way, either way, yeah, probably I, yeah. how this thing ends up. Yeah, exactly. Either way, it works out fine. If it's Wesley, great. If it's Bassey, great. Uh, you know, you you can't go wrong. And, and you know, my, I would lean again. I kind of agree that I would lean. It could be Bassey. Because of the glut of the guards, the Spurs have. It's what it's drones, it's Malachi, it's technically Sohan because they throw him at, at the point guard spot now. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, runs it. I mean, occasionally Josh Richardson does it, but you know, then you look at their bigs, you know, it's pretty much Zach and Jakob, and that's it. That's it. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, look, the Spurs are not going to make some deep playoff run. Hell, I don't even know they're going to get to the play in. But Bassey, there's something there about Bassey. You know, he's that bouncy big that the Spurs team has been looking for, Casey. Yeah, I'm with you on that. He's a good rotation. You know, I think he's shown at this point. He's a good rotational guy. He's a good guy to have as a ninth, tenth player who can, you know, offer a little bit of variety. Zach mm-hmm. Collins on some nights is going to get outmatched by bigger athletic, you know, quicker bigs that can stretch mm-hmm. the floor. And it requires you to have a little bit more of an athletic big out there to you know, counteract that for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. And I think that's what Bassey to a certain extent provides. Yeah. I, I, I can, I don't, I would hope that Spurs fans don't get too mad if it is uh Bassey and over Wesley, but you know, there is there something to say about you know, Bassey does technically have more NBA experience because he played uh, in the NBA uh, two seasons, and now this is his third, or is, this is going on his second. But he has experience with the with the Seventy Sixers. Seventy Sixers uh, players and coaches have when they found out about the Spurs picking up Bassey's a great pickup, you know, solid player. So he has that. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of to flip the coin. Bassey, great. Wesley, great, but how has Wesley been doing out in Austin? Let's take a look at that real fast. Uh, not too shabby, you know, again, you know, played just a handful of games, but is averaging about 18 points per game. Shooting the ball, though, and here we go, uh, Casey, 39% from the field. And uh, from the three line, 41%. He's also dishing out about three assists and 2.7 rebounds a night. Now, granted, it is a very small sample size. He's played about three, four games. Nevertheless, that, that shooting is something that he's been struggling with since college, and he admitted it on draft night, Casey. He did. You said 41% right now from three? 
Yep, forty-one percent from three. Now, oh, and he's, yeah, he's 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 forty-one percent. Not terrible. Well, talk about the field goal percentage overall. Yeah, I was, I was going to say overall yeah, yeah. field goal percentage is a little yeah. bit to be desired, but forty-one from three. That's that not. Yeah, not and terrible. and it, it's yeah. not like he's just taking one shot a game. He's taking uh, with Austin about six three attempts a game, and it's, he's making about two of them. So, huh. there's that. But again, yeah. You know, not too bad of a stat line considering it is the G League level, 18 points a game. Like I said, uh, steals, I mean, I would like to see that. I would have been happier if I saw the steals up a bit. He's below one. He's at 0.7. And he's averaging a whopping 2.3 turnovers. So there's your assisted turnover ratio, 3 to 2.3 turnovers. So there's still work to do with Wesley, uh, isn't there? Yeah, but that yeah. was kind of a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like I mean, what do you like about the kid when you saw him playing preseason summer league? Is there something that really stands out for you? I like his activity. Um, I liked his aggressiveness. I thought he showed a good confidence in his shot a lot last year. Uh I should say in the summer league. Mm-hmm. Um it really felt like it when it wasn't going. He was going to try to shoot his way out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the confidence. I don't know as much I'd like the execution of continuously trying to shoot your way out of it when shoot your way out of it ultimately ends up being four of 16. Or yeah. I know he had a couple of those in there. But then on the other side of the spectrum, you're like, this is a kid in the summer league playing 19 years old, playing for the first time. You know, We're going to have to have very much a, a long leash in terms of establishing one's identity here in the league to say he'd be a chucker or anything like that. But I, I thought, I thought it was mostly positive from him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, especially given that lottery pick where, mm-hmm. no, excuse me, not the lottery, but that first round pick where he was in the latter end of the first round. Uh, yeah. I, I thought there was a lot of positives to take out of that. He looked like mm-hmm. he belonged, you know, he yeah. looked like he belonged. He looked like, he looked like a, like he fit in with this squad, you know, it, it wasn't like you were watching this team and there was some glaring weakness you were staring at. You're like, oh, that's like kid Wesley. No, he was he was good. He was productive. He is a chucker. You know, he does. He he's not hesitant. He doesn't hesitate. If he's open, he's going to take it. We saw that in Las Vegas. We saw some of that uh, before he got uh, sidelines and then now sent to Austin. But overall, you know, not a terrible stat line you know you're expecting him to have areas of his game to improve upon we we know them we understand what they are he you know he's gonna he's gonna learn fast if the spurs do call him up but you know do you know this offhand this rule when does does the nba tell teams okay on this day you can stop you have to stop calling up players can you call up players even to the bitter end of the season I believe so. Right? That's what I thought. So the Spurs yeah, can use it so. as Harris, though, open a roster spot there, Casey, could they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they did a lot of last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, give give Wesley a couple weeks, burn, and then, all right, go back, or, you know, Bassey, you're up, and Barlow, you're up, or whoever's out there. That's There's also Alizé Johnson. You know, yeah. He, he yeah. was on the main roster. And he's been putting up really good numbers with Austin mm-hmm. uh, right, as we speak. So he's really been taking advantage of those minutes in the G League. So 
yeah, I mean, this is a good thing for the Spurs to have. They got some cash, Casey, and an open roster spot for development. How about that? What more what could more? you want? There you go. In a rebuilding season, that's right up there. By the way, Tankathon, last check, Spurs are sitting in the fourth spot to win the lottery. Oh, oh man, right there. Jeez. Right Just got to beat three of the teams, Spurs. That's all you got to do. Simple right. as that. Right. Oh, then again, yeah. maybe that that New York uh, debacle at the last second helped in that direction. Let's have a 19-year-old rookie inbound the ball in Madison Square Garden, the Mecca basketball. Uh, and let's see what he does. Yay. I, I, listen, I ain't saying anything, but I think you just kind of described yourself. It was, <laughs> it was, you know, let's see what happens here. If he gets the ball in, oh, great. Going according to plan. If he uh, suddenly counts too long to five seconds and forgot, not we didn't have just one timeout, but two timeouts, so be it. Oops. Live with it, die with Live with the lime green hair, die with the lime green hair. As the Spurs get those Wembeyano jerseys ready for the offseason to sell. Imagine how much Spurs money he's going to bring in. Let's just say the, the Spurs do win the lottery. Can you imagine That's that? Oh, my God. I'm just on the merchandising side. Uh, Wemby's, yeah. oh, Wemby's no. a brand, man. And I think, honestly, that, that's why, why he's such a that's such a... You know, I was going to say novelty. No kidding, novelty. Yeah. But, you know, novelty with him, he's just such a, you know, it's so much more than bringing in this physically gifted freak of nature that he is. When we get back, uh, we're going to uh, quickly wrap up this episode of Lockdown Spurs. We're running out of time. We're going to look at tonight's game, Spurs and Pistons. Tank bowl, here we come. But before we do that, dot. Net is your number one source for your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football, college bowl season that just finished, but you got the NBA and they got it all over at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at betonline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, you heard that chime a little while ago. We're running out of clock here. Uh, we've got about 10 more minutes left. Spurs, Pistons, Tank Bowl. Here we come, Casey. Box office. We were talking about Wemby box office. This tonight <laughs> is, uh, for the sake of conversation, we'll call box office. Um, yeah, one of these teams, upper management, is going to regretfully have to accept the win tonight. One yep. of those, you know. Well, well I, guess I, mentioned, and, I mentioned Tankathon a little while ago. Tankathon has uh, the Pistons winning the lottery right now. Well, you know, they you, got, know what's gonna happen, you know what's going to happen here with this game tonight, right? Tell me. You know what's going to happen. Whoever is the winner of this two is going to end up with the fourth best odds. Don't say that. That's how God, that would suck. <laughs> Watch, that's how this thing's going to shake that out. That would be horrible. Can you imagine that the lottery odds just comes down to this game between the top pick or the two pick to four or five? Uh, I mean... Flipping tables. I think Spurs are going to be flipping tables all over the world. 
I'm not trying to put that out in the air. You just did but, though. I, I guess you're gonna. I guess yeah. I already opened Pandora's box here. You know, no I'm putting the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, you're right. I did already yeah. just say that. Well, um, yeah. So man. Spurs Pistons Tank Bowl is pretty much what it is. Uh, Spurs are coming into tonight's game on a three-game losing streak. Well, the Pistons are just dropping everything. We know it. We they know the assignment, Casey. They they are full on board on the assignment. <laughs> Spurs, they got to get there. They got to get on that assignment. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they understand what's ahead. But again, you know, as usual, I mean, you could just put this on replay for San Antonio. Just again, individual player development. Uh, from uh, well, I, I'm interested to see how Sohan re, re, rebounds from that, uh, you know, that that bonehead inbound play or lack thereof versus the Knicks. I like to see how he. Comes back unknown if Devin Vassell is going to play. We're recording this. Before you hear what? Real, real quick. Game. I know. I know. I know you're in New York, so but you were at the game, so you didn't. You might not have heard it. Did you hear what Clyde Frazier called the? I, I did. Called the play. An yes. Egregious blunder by the neophyte. Yes. That. <laughs> that is brutal. That was bad. An egregious blunder by but, the neophyte. But also. Sean Elliott went on uh, MSG TV. Yeah, and I, I kid you not, I, I gotta find this clip. They, they, one of the questions the uh, New York the media asked him was, "So what's going on with uh, Spurs? You know, do they, do they understand the assignment? You know, <laughs> lose, lose." Uh, yeah, Elliott did the most diplomatic way to say they need to tank without saying they need to tank. He said, "No, no, no, this team they're 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 playing better than than, than they should right now." The draft lottery is near. He mentioned the lottery. I, I kid you not. I'm sitting in my media seat, and you know how that goes, Casey and MSG. First of all, they don't put media seat on the court anymore like they used to do in the old days. Nah, you're, just, up, you're up behind the Nick bench over there. Yeah, we're, we're behind the Nick bench. It's, but they put TV monitors on there, so you can flip through the TV channel and go to the stat yeah, channel. Yeah. You can do the, just TV at your home or the, 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 the broadcast. And I saw Elliot on it, and that's when I plugged my headphone in. I go, what's he saying? Sure enough, boom, he says, this team is playing better than they should be with the draft lottery coming up. Oh, man. He understands what they need to do. Sean's been on, Sean has been on point this year. Sean has been on point because I mean, he, he yeah. has done his usual, he has done his usual make you believe and sell the product. Um, you know, but he'll he, drag him at the same time. But he'll, drag yeah, him. yeah. yeah. It, it's funny because in years past, years past, Sean's obviously, yeah, as as expected, you know, has to has to wear the, the fiesta colored goggles, and he, you know, that crew they they do a great job. But they, you know, I you and I both know they go a little, sometimes a little, a, a, I don't want to say a little, a lot of over the top, a little, you know, you see they're wearing that mm-hmm. fiesta colored goggles, but uh. This year, it's been funny because there's like no other way around it. Right. <laughs> there's no other way to acknowledge the fact that the team's not very good. So yeah. there's so many times where Sean will just be, Sean will just be like, oh, it just can't happen. It can't happen. It can't happen yeah. like that. It can't happen like that. It's safe to say but, Spurs fans, the majority, they understand this team should be racking up more L's and W's, right? You um, get yeah. that. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think that's why you're yeah. hearing someone like, like Sean acknowledge that because yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a collective attitude strong. But yeah. a collective understanding, that's probably the best way to phrase it. 
that mm-hmm. this is what we signed up for. This is what we we as management literally day one are going out there and saying, you know, don't bet on us to, you know, what was it? Don't don't bet on us in Vegas to go win the title or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know. Yeah, I get you. So once again, yeah. Spurs Pistons tonight at the Alamo Dome. Oh my Alamo Dome! Thinking about the Alamo Dome game already. That's how old I am. Right. At the AT and T Center, and by the way, Spurs don't pick a fight with Beef Stew. That's a bad idea. That's don't don't Isaiah Stewart don't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a big dude. Did you see that Draymond Green thing? They got into it, and Draymond Green backed off right away. Oh yeah, he's a he's a mean dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a that mean. Dude. I mean, he at least he at least play. I, I don't honestly, I don't know much about Isaiah Stewart aside from. You know, he's a physical guy who went out LeBron that one time. But every time I see him, he's looking like a mean dude. So mm-hmm. anybody who's not who's one not afraid to get LeBron's face and two not afraid to get in Draymond's face, yeah, kick my hat off to you. Exactly. So hopefully the Spurs will uh, pick up a win. <clears throat> Cough L uh, tonight out in San Antonio. Uh, again, the Spurs Pistons tonight. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Blake Wesley being snatched away? Out on the Austin uh, Spurs team there. Uh, likes, dislikes. What do you think about the uh, the money the Spurs made and the move? Do you think that roster spot will be rotational? Or do you think somebody should get that for the rest of the season? Whether that be Wesley Barlow or Bassey. Let us know on Twitter. At uh, Casey underscore Vieira. And make sure to listen to and watch Casey on TV. He holds down the sports anchor desk for Ken's Five on weekends. You're Thursday through Sunday, correct? I'm all over the place. He's now all over I'm the all place. But so yeah, just primarily on the weekend. Yeah. There you go. By the way, yeah. Yeah. bang up job. I saw one of your high school reports the other day. I was putting together an article and I used two, one of your videos. I was like, oh, hey, I know that, that guy. Let's see, look at that. Appreciate Holding it down that. there. Holding it down there. So, did you, know uh, and, did? Did you see the, the prank I pulled on, on uh, my buddy Phil and I the other day? No, but I'm going to want to hear it. See it now. Oh. Well, basically, Phil. Phil and I, uh, main anchor on the weekends with us. Yeah. Big time fantasy football guy. Big time fantasy football guy. In his other league, he lost in his family league in the semifinals to his mm-hmm. grandmother. We may or may not have gotten an exclusive one on one with um, said grandmother. Now uh, you got to watch Ken's Fighter. Yeah, everybody. can't confirm, can't deny, but if you want to try to go back and dig a little bit and search, well, you'll get your answer right there. Oh. And, you know, the reason yeah. for you to go check out Ken's Five right now, whether on the website where I am or on the TV side where Casey is. And thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Second listen, check out Game to Game uh, NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result right there on Locked On Game to Game. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs> of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program